Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 542 of the Drunk History Podcast. I'm as always. I'm Tyler. And joining me, we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. I am feeling pretty exhausted. Not going to lie to you. But at the same time, man, it's been a hard week. But at the same point, I'm ready to play some freaking video games. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely so dude and all i will say this man it's like this past week it hasn't been like a light week in terms of like say games to try out for say i mean there's been demos over the past week or two that have kind of occupied a little bit of my time but uh yeah there's one that i played this past week which i freaking think is pretty awesome that well uh, yeah i I, well that one i've already played that one (laughs) i will say that i'm talking about the other one probably the one you're not going to be Nope. playing because the game releases later this nope. month <sighs> going in like a virgin if you don't include the <laughs> other thousand times i've been touched by resident Evil 4 when i was a child wow that sounded really fucked up oh. the hell out. oh my god <laughs> i didn't mean for that <laughs> are you sure you're okay Tyler? no no god no uh, put the aaron Rodgers jersey on this is what happens oh oh my gosh dude but uh Whew. I will say this, man. It's like Resident Evil 4. That remaster, yeah. I've I've played through the demo. I've watched Maximilian do play through it. I kid you not, like about five or six Jesus. times already with different types of things. Him and some of his friends or some have played through it too. I've watched that as well. Oh, uh, there's like little idiosyncrasies, little secrets or something like that here and there kind of hidden and stuff. Like, it's this typical kind of Capcom thing to where they put... They put they hid they hide things inside of their demos that they put out for people to go forth and find after playing through it a couple times. But uh, it's cool because this one's got no time limits or anything else yeah. like that. But uh, but anyway, other than that though, I mean, I have played a couple different other stuff though. But I'll share a little bit later on. But how have you been doing, Tyler? <sighs> yeah, better now, buddy. Better now. Cracked mm-hmm. open a. Beer here. Gables, um, I've been known to, in the nearly 10 years of us doing this podcast, to uh, do a few 12-ounce curls while doing the podcast. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty good lately, you know, um, with uh, not doing crazy purchases, stuff like that. Uh, like, if I if, I'm, if I make purchases, I plan them out. I think about them. I don't do anything super stupid. Um, so after the mm-hmm. podcast last week, Gables... Um, I don't know why. I popped on Amazon on the app. And, uh, well, I didn't pop on the Amazon on the app. I was scrolling through Twitter. Warrior64 put a tweet out. Uh, a certain movie, a Blu-ray, was on sale for $4. And I'm like, hey, okay. I'm four beers in. It's 1.30 in the morning. I'm a little tired. Why not buy Detective Pikachu on Blu-ray for $4? <laughs> now I have a copy of, of Detective Pikachu. I don't know why I have it, but I have it. Uh, so, you know, um, there's, there's, you know there's, there's the three core rules. I'm, well, there's always two, but now there's three uh, when drinking. Uh, one, don't drink and drive, obviously. Don't do that. That's stupid. Don't do that. Um, two, don't drink and text your ex. Also really stupid. Um, really just don't, ta- don't text another a significant other or past or whatever. In general, when you've been drinking, um, unless you're like together, together, I guess that's fine. Um, but last but not least, don't drink and then go on Amazon. I think that's the next, or just online shopping in general. I think we're gonna add that to the list. Uh, obviously, in that order of importance, don't drink and drive. One, two, text X, three, uh, Amazon. 
uh, drinking Amazon. That's a bad time. Uh, but no, I'm doing all right though. I did, I did make another purchase though. This one was planned out. I thought about it. Oh yeah. Um, okay. you know, I, you know, I've been talking about, I've had advanced wars and Zelda pre-ordered and paid for at my local GameStop. Yep. Well, I was looking at that, um, that voucher thing, Gables. And I decided yeah. that's a really great deal. So I, you know, I was like, that, I can't pass it up. And I thought about it again, you know, uh, state tax here, I believe is 7% in Iowa. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, lucky. um, <laughs> I was like, I can have, I, I could save some money, you know, hundred dollars. That's, you know, that's a hundred seven bucks. It's seven bucks here. We're talking about, you know, I figured between Zelda and advanced wars for that's $130 plus tax. We got like 140 bucks, mm-hmm. give or take. I went on GameStop, bought a hundred dollar eShop gift card, no tax on that. And then went on, True. put it on, on the eShop, bought the voucher, pre-ordered Zelda and I pre-ordered uh advanced wars. So I'm going to move, when I go to GameStop next, I'm just going to move them over to, something else when something pops up that i want to play but uh yeah i went ahead and just did the voucher system it's quick and easy uh so it lays out all the games you can pre-order the weird thing is that it gives you like 100 days or something like that to pre-order the second game oh shit i didn't realize that but i was like luckily i already had another game in mind so if you're gonna do it make sure you know a game that you want to do or that's gonna be coming shortly uh otherwise i don't know what happens after if you don't use it within like 100 days um maybe it's 90 days something like that. Is you 90 or 100 i can't remember exactly but uh yeah, I got those pre-orders. So that's pretty exciting. But uh, you know, I, I'm yeah, you know, wearing the uh for, for audio listeners, I'm wearing my Aaron Rodgers and my Packer hat. Um, you know, it's a swan song for Gables or for Gables for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I was looking at Gables. Like, hey, where am I going? I was looking at Gables and I was talking. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's swan song for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, my uh, he is the greatest uh, Packer in, in my lifetime since watching the Packers since 1995. So uh, but uh, I am so fucking ready. For this goddamn asshole to be gone, um, he's always been an asshole, and I would never, de- I'd never deny that. Uh, but he's always been my asshole. Uh, but it's been five <laughs> years of bitching, of him bitching, and I'm tired of it. Um, and I'm ready for him to be gone. And we're just waiting for that fucking asshole to get done playing a stupid celebrity football game, so you can make a goddamn decision and go to the goddamn New York Jets and get the fuck off my team. It's love time. Choose love. Jordan Love. <laughs> oh. Anyways. Oh. You know it's never that simple with no, him. No. 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 <laughs> He's gonna do everything he can to stay in the spotlight for every every single yep. second he can. He'll probably go on some podcast and talk about something stupid and get more clicks because that's what he does because he likes it when people when he's when he sees himself trending. He's a narcissistic asshole. Um, but I'm so happy he'll no longer be my asshole and I can just, um, openly talk shit about him. Uh, well, maybe I can't, there's still any Packer fans that are still going to like him and defend him. Fuck. Yeah. There's people that still defend Brett Favre at the end. Uh, anyways, but this is a, uh, people still defend Brett Favre. Holy shit. It was, that was like 15 years ago. Um, anyways though, this <laughs> is, believe it or not, a video game podcast and we're every week we get together and we talk about video games. Uh, if you uh, you're liking this or you're a fan, uh, first off, why? Second off, thank you. Um, but hey, if you're if you're doing all that, please look in the description below. There's links to <laughs> our socials, uh, podcast services we're available on YouTube, stuff like that. So wherever you're listening at, please uh, check us out in those other places. Like, follow, subscribe, five stars, um, comments, share. Share is the most important thing you can do. It'll do a lot of fun stuff for us. Really would appreciate it. it helps us out. Um, more people can notice us when you guys do stuff like that. Um, 
Well, Gables, let's get into let's get into the, uh, some of the news this week. Um, kind of a weird weird right. week. Not like a lot of. Um, you know, we've had a pretty decent amount of news. Um, the last really for a long I don't, I don't know the last time we've had like extremely slow news week. Yeah, this isn't a slow news news week, but I, I guess some of the stuff we're not too too surprised about. Um, starting off here though, uh, Starfield officially delayed. I think we all kind of assumed it was gonna get delayed. Um, you know we're you know we're in mid-march now and uh you know we, we hadn't heard about they announced they had that event back in january i think january like 25th or something like that for the xbox underscore direct and um they said they're going to do an event shortly later on for starfield and there's a lot of rumors that we were going to about, hear about starfield last week they ended up not, ended up not happening and up hearing about it they just randomly dropped uh like a four or five minute trailer or youtube video at like on a wednesday i think no like no big press release about it, nothing really but just um todd howard talking about you know they're still working on the game we got like a few like a little bit of gameplay but it was like them like a camera over a shoulder of a dev working on the game on the, you can see some stuff on the, on the right. screen but uh yeah especially coming out september 6th there will be a starfield direct on june 11th there will also be that we, we officially know the xbox direct will be on the 11th as well um which I guess that's the Sunday of usually when we do E3. So that's like, I guess we're not surprised about that, but it is news not really. that um they're going to be back to back. And that, cause you know, they said the Starfield thing was going to be shortly after the Xbox event back in late January. So I get, like I said, I don't, I think we all kind of prepared for a delay at this point. Um, but Hey, I'm surprised. You know, we're six months out. They give us a date and then also give us uh, an idea when the Starfield director has no idea how long it's going to be. They probably haven't even put it together yet, so they don't even know. But uh, how you feeling, Gables, about uh, you know about this? Uh, you know, I mean, it's not really official delay because there's never a date, but they did say first half of this year. But it is the second delay now we've had for them in the last year. So I don't know, Gables. How, how you feeling about about this news? Honestly, how I feel about it is kind of the same thing when I when we uh, when it was delayed the first time in regards to like uh, 2021 i think it was i it was feel like out, that it was, well, uh, they announced in june 2021 has come out 11 11 22 mm-hmm. and then right right about a, that's what I yeah, like last spring they announced they're pushing it to the first half of, the, of this year all right like i was stating like i'm not too surprised they delayed it once again because the last time we actually saw the game especially with the gameplay stuff it was kind of a little bit questionable in regards to what they showed. So it being delayed until September, I mean, for one, I mean, yeah, it sucks. But at another time, if it gives them enough time just to go and put more effort into doing what they want to get done, finished at for launch, at least, I mean, yeah, I think that's more power to them on that. I'm not going to be too like, like scared or anything else like that. But at the same time and stuff, it's like, yeah, it's a major thing that Bethesda is trying to put out. I mean, this is their first like real game since like Skyrim, quite essentially. Yeah. Well, they had so, Fallout yeah. 4 and then 76, but. We... Well, yeah, Fallout 4 came. Yeah. Fallout 4 came out. It did okay and stuff like that. But 76 was an absolute dumpster yeah. fire. But they haven't had like a major, really big success in Skyrim. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, I don't know if anything like, I don't think I, I want to know how well that thing is sold overall, because I'd be fascinated because I want to know how many things 
how many different how many games have like been able to like sell that well like where's it at in the all-time ranks that's what i want to know i want to know how many platforms i mean it was how many platforms that damn game is they literally put it on uh i don't want to say the word the the amazon the uh the alexa thing god damn it it hurt me i'll try to say it very quietly the uh (laughs) shut up alexa um (laughs) but uh yeah like they even like they literally put it on there i remember that like people thought it was a joke but they actually put it on there you can play the game through the thing um but um i mean so it's been everything they even put they even did they repackage it and resold it for the next gen consoles uh even though it was a free update for people you can buy it on on the, the current gen um yeah it's just yeah like hey obviously take your time um with these things like it's better to come out like it's you know it's the scotty the scotty pippen uh quote broken game eventually good eventually um yeah um but uh i don't know like should should Microsoft have like maybe a little bit of egg on their face with this one and feel a little a little embarrassed? Yeah. You know, like you know, like I said, take your time with it. We're not, I'm not here complaining, but this is what they're known for at this point. It's just Yeah. Xbox has been delay after delay after delay. I mean, it's been over a decade. We say this every time. It's been over a decade now of just you know, showing off games, cancel like games get canceled or just disappear forever or they come yeah. out and like, they're just underwhelm us like crackdown three or what was that? The plat, the platinum uh, game with the guy wearing the scale, scale bound. bound. Uh, was it phantom dust uh, ever wild, which that it's that rare game that they announced in 2020. It was like the Xbox, like series consoles revealed um, game. And then the director of the game, they didn't know what the game was when they announced it. And then the director of the game quit. And then they like basically rebooted the whole fucking game. Um, I mean, and you look at like, you look at that Xbox, that original event back in 2020. It's like, it's just riddled with games that we still haven't seen gameplay for. Like yeah, that was almost three years ago at this point. Uh, and we still haven't seen gameplay. Yeah. We haven't heard, we haven't heard from some of them since then. Uh, you know, think about like Fable. Um, Forza, we just finally saw started seeing gameplay for last June. Um, yeah, I mean, a perfect dark. Uh, we haven't heard from Hellblade in over two years now at this point. Um, you know, it's like this is the downside of announcing things way too early. And I, obviously, Bethesda wasn't owned by Xbox at this point or Microsoft at this point, but I mean, Starfield was announced six years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like they obviously after Halo Infinite. Uh, with Xbox, like they're like they need they know they cannot and Bethesda after Fallout 76, uh, and I think overall just gaming in general has matured a lot. Um, maybe not matured is the right word because we definitely have it, uh, and there's d- definitely people out there that have it. Um, I think expectations are different now where people like there's we're smarter about we see things like bugs, frame rate, like we are smarter about that. We see that we're like back in the day like fall three ran like dog shit and when i played the game in like what 2009 i had no idea how badly that game performed i knew about the the, the jankiness um to me the bugs were just janky. Oh, yeah. now that we know when we see it and we've seen games that run so well and then after 76 like that was just not acceptable like i got coughed 
<coughs> sorry um it's just not acceptable like the bar is so much higher now we're like yeah you still you still want the jank that we want the people don't want that jank to go away for bethesda fans but the bugs and all the other bullshit like you can't you can't afford like, you can't have it there um i hope the gameplay the like the shooting is better because like I mean, see what you want about that game. I know, like, the shooting isn't the core mechanic of that game, but, like, I mean, it looks better in what we've seen, like, what we've seen a little bit of Starfield, but, like, the, like that, that show was, like, awful if you weren't using that system. Um, That's true. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I said, like I keep saying, take your time with it. Like, I'm not, like, I mean, it helps I'm not, like, a huge um, Bethesda fan. Like, I really liked Fallout 3. I played, I even bought the DLC for it. Uh, New Vegas, I played a good chunk of like i played like 20 30 hours i fell off fault for i think i played like 40 hours of and i was like i thought i was like done with that game and i found out i had like another five hours ago and i'm just like i'm so done with this game i don't want to play it anymore i'm done with it i'm over it. i didn't like the loop um i was just kind of over at that point 76 didn't even touch skyrim just wasn't for me not that not the big fantasy stuff doesn't really work for me um so yeah like it helps in that case where like i'm not like this massive fan but I am a fan of video games and I want this thing to do well. I want, I, I'm not rooting. I'm never going to openly root for a game to do, to do poorly. I'll make jokes about shit sometimes, but I'm never going to like openly like, fuck. Yeah. Like people don't like this game. It's like, that's, that's stupid. Um, and plus it's on game pass. Like I, I love game pass. No one's going to, no one loves game pass more than maybe more than me. Um, so yeah, like I want this and like more people get game pass and more successful game passes. The, the more they're going to put into it and the, the longer it's going to stick around. So I want this to do well. You know, like I said, the, like Xbox has been known for these delays and they had that. We, we keep talking, you know, we, we talk about like, oh man, that press conference. Like they've had these, they've had a really good string of press conferences lately. The last three, I would say, you know, or at least, at least the last 21, 22 were awesome. Um, you know, we actually got, we got, we got actual gameplay, but the last one, there was like all these games coming in the next 12 months. I think there's like, I went back and looked at it. Um, and then like mo- most of them, to be fair, are out or have release dates in the first half of this year. But there's like another 10 or 12 right. that we don't know anything about. And um, two of the three, um, you know, Redfall is scheduled for May. So it looks like that's going to hit May 2nd. But we can, I feel pretty confident that's going to be the date. Uh, we look at the two of the three biggest games that were at that event that were like the big things they're pushing for to um jeff grubb is saying he's here in october for that and now starfield in september so those didn't hit so this is what i mean it's just more egg on your face like we we like and i think the last few years now like games like are being it feels like games just get like maybe there's just more big games now than ever but like it just feels like there's more delays than ever um in the next story's mm-hmm. gonna be about delays um but yeah it's like when Unless I, like you announce a date and it's like within a few months, like no one really believes you. I feel like, um, but like you, especially at Xbox, like their word um, doesn't mean a lot when they announce dates anymore. Uh, I mean, like they announced Starfield that that date a year and a half in advance. They announced that in June 2021 for yeah, November did. 2022. Um, they announced fucking the Halo Infinite was gonna launch day one with Xbox in. So that came out in November 2020. They announced that in June. Was that 2018 or 2019? I think it was 2019. So mm-hmm. a year and a half. Once again, a year and a half in advance. And it got delayed a whole year and it still wasn't done. So it's like, I, yep. I, I, I wouldn't like, not in like the talk shit sort of way, but I would love to see like 
did they actually think that was going to happen or is that just wishful thinking? Like, I want to know where the mindset is of, I don't think these are like the people on the, on like on the ground floor in front of the computers making this game. They're like, yeah, we can have that done by then. That's probably like some executives are saying that, um, like, oh yeah, we can have it done by then. Uh, but I like, I'd love to see where like, where these games are at, where Halo Infinite was in November of 2020, where, um, Starfield was in like, November 2022. I'd love to see like, like in an alternate universe, like to be out when those games came out and that, like the state they're in at that point. Cause like, it, that blows, like, it's just always crazy when you hear shit like that. But, um, I mean, even Redfall got delayed basically the whole year. That was supposed to be a summer 2022 game. So, um, yes, it was. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's whatever, like get, get the shit right. I mean, we've waited this long at this point. What's a few more months, but like, like I keep saying this was, I feel like, this is the year the games got to start coming and we need to like, this is like, we, we got to start seeing that city stream of shit coming. Like I said, like we have all these games they announced that we still haven't seen from, we haven't seen the actual gameplay they announced years ago. And I don't know, like we'll, we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about the Microsoft showcase and then the Xbox showcase another day. Maybe when we get a little bit closer. Um, but yeah, I feel like, man, we got to start seeing some of that shit um, that they've announced years ago before we like, they start announcing more shit. Um, but uh, speaking of delays, Gables, Suicide Squad got delayed. Um, we bullied it to the point it actually delayed itself. Um, to be fair, this is not official. <laughs> um, Jesse Schreier originally reported this, saying it was going to be delayed um, to later this year. Uh, Jeff Grubb did an add to that, though, saying that he's not reporting this as like facts, but he is saying that they are discussing delaying it to 2024. So... I mean, you take 2024, you, we're talking from end of May to, you know, February-ish. So we're talking eight, nine months here at the earliest. That that might that game might actually come out. Um, obviously, you know, that's he's not confirming that. But and this hasn't even been officially confirmed by Rocksteady. This is being delayed. But it uh, sounds like basically people were, you know, were pushing for more time on this game. And once the showcase, once they had the state of play, was that a couple weeks ago? Um, and the, the yeah. negative feedback from that was finally like the thing that like pushed it over to like, okay, we need like, this was like, all right, look what people are saying about our game. We need to push this and here we are. So I don't know. It was like, do you think, will this actually make a difference to Suicide Squad? Well, I'll tell you what, Warner Brothers does not have a good track record with a delaying of games recently that ended up paying well, off Howard, for them. Howard's, Knights Hogwarts the... Legacy was delayed four times and came out. I mean, it sounded like it came out and it wasn't, it was still like unfinished. Okay, that's a good point. But like there was still a lot of bug issues and it, it could probably need a couple more months, but that one worked. But yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. Um, true. That one did, that one did yeah. work in that regards and that, that aspect and stuff. What I'm more or less trying to refer to is with Gotham yeah. Knights because Gotham Knights had to be delayed and stuff. And that also did not pan out well for them in regards to it because they had to take out a lot of the, the integral things that they were trying to develop around, which was the live service stuff. And then once the game did come out last year, it was not good because it basically felt it basically was a game where it was definitely aimed towards like a live service type of thing. But it was like middle of the road. Everything was like middle of the road in times of that game to where. The reviews were not glowing with it. There were definitely a lot of stuff that felt kind of like 
boring kind of campy sort of s type of yeah. thing to it i know from what you were saying tyler the story is actually pretty decent for the game what game Gotham that's Knights. what i heard i've never played the game uh but i heard like the story stuff is okay okay pretty good um i don't know the ending but i just know i heard people say that the campaign's fine okay okay but for what we have for suicide squad and stuff i mean it definitely has the possibility of it kind of following suit with gotham knights but at the same time, I think that it could toss that would probably have a better chance of being a little bit more successful than Gotham Knights. And because it's more or less because of like the studio involved with the Rocksteady does have a good track record in terms of producing good games in the past. But at the same time, you know, it's like I'm looking at what needs to be improved for Suicide Squad right now and why it's getting the negative press. And it seems like a lot of the negative press has to do in large part to these live service sort of aspects of it. This that's one of the thing. The second thing is always being online. That was another thing that people dinged yeah. that game for because it's not understandable at all why a single player game where you cannot play it offline. I mean, it does not make any fucking sense. There's no online servers that you would have to really worry about it. As long as, like, maybe, like, okay, maybe in regards to maybe doing, like, an online co-op thing or something. But this is not supposed to be, like, a major sort of live service game a la Destiny 2 or what, something like Squad? that, you know. With No, that's yeah. 100% what this game is. Yeah, they have battle passes and everything. Well, yeah, that's the thing, though. That's the thing, though. It's, like, you take away a lot of that aspect of that game, you know. It's Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, though, it's, like, it's, that's, it's like, Suicide Squad is tried to do the same type of models as other games have done in live service games and stuff, but this is not like Destiny 2 sort of say to where it's like, it's more of a dedicated thing from like, like day one with like a big old major like company with like backing and doing all this other shit and stuff like that. For Rocksteady to do this thing for Suicide Squad though, I mean, the live service stuff is intricately embedded inside of this stuff. I mean, this is like you were saying before, like battle passes and stuff. Like, uh, multiple characters being introduced, like, different story things, probably, like, going to an expansion. And this is not the type of... This is definitely not the type of game to actually go forth and do something of that sort. This is the type of game to where it was obviously, like, a first... Like, it was obviously, like, a single-player sort of, like, S type of thing from the get-go, from what I understood. Oh, Gotham Knights was. It was an... Okay, Gotham yeah, Knights Suicide was Squad is always so going to be a live service game. Gotham Knights... Uh, was was riddled with issues because it was supposed to be a single player game where you played as, um, what's the Robin when he turns into the uh, was it was Robin? Nightwing. Nightwing. It was a Nightwing game, and then uh, they announced Square Enix announced the deal to make Marvel's Avengers Lysers game. Suits got involved. They're like, well, we want that. So right. then it got turned into a live service game, and then Marvel's Avengers came out, and they're like, we don't want that. And then they tried to pull out as much live services as they could. And then finally, we got Gotham Knights. Yeah, right. Suicide Squad was always going to be... Like, this game is entrenched in uh, live service stuff. It's got the battle passes. It's going to have... They announced they're going to have... They're adding more characters later on. There are additional content. There's the different colored fucking... Um, like, there's the purple, the orange, like, all the different colors. Like, the weapons, the rarity... Um, the, the the everything all the numbers go up. You have a power level. Like this game is trying to be a Destiny two. 
okay. So with that in mind, and from having that, from having you having to re-explain a lot of the different core subjects with it, that is a possibility where it could absolutely do worse than Gotham Knights did, because this is more intricately played in part to the core of its roots of its ideas and stuff. So thinking about it now and changing my thoughts about it, it's like, yeah, this could definitely be worse. Absolutely could be worse yeah. for Suicide Squad. Yeah, I just... Um, even if they delay this game, say they give it a full year, um, mm-hmm. and maybe it's like they're not going to make any wild changes. Maybe they just legitimately needed like a few more months to work on this game to like mm-hmm. just there's bug issues. It's not going to be done. Or like they're looking at like all these other games, these live source games that come out and then like the con- they just, there's no content for months. Like look at Halo or like um, we saw with like the original Destiny or even Destiny 2 when they first launched like there was a long yeah. drought between the launch game and then like big con like substantial content drops or like Marvel's Avengers like that True. was like that was that's the thing that riddled that thing to the to the day it's eventually gonna die in September. Um, you know maybe like like hey we can just delay this you know x amount of months like we can have shit in the pipeline like ready to go and we're not like putting this game out and it's like already going to review poorly <laughs> and then we're not going to have anything for it to play like anything to add to it to like maybe turn this thing around um like you know marvel's avengers had like the wakanda forever or not wakanda forever like, it's a kind of something the big wakanda expansion i heard it was excellent uh but right. it took all nearly i think was it over a year i can't remember i think it was last year it might have been like a year and a half it was either six months or a year and a half later they finally put that thing out i heard it was excellent but it took so long to finally come out they don't want to care anymore. Then they finally put Spider-Man out, but Spider-Man was like two years later and it was yep. not very well made and nobody definitely cared because they didn't even add like story stuff to it. Normally when they add new characters, they have a few missions you could do. They had nothing with Spider-Man. Yes. And then the cool, like it brought some people back. Like I even bought the game and like played through the campaign. Like it's like, okay, I, I want to check this out. And then like nothing happened. And now it's now they're closing it and say, oh, they're, they're, they're not going to be able to, they're not selling anymore in September um, to maybe they're like, Hey, if we can have this and then maybe in a few months we can have, we can add this and have this and characters ready to go. Boom, 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 boom. We got a steady pipeline of stuff and, and we can realistically hit these dates, hit these goals and keep it. And it's not just people talk about this game every day about when's this coming? Where's this at? What's going on? Suicide squad. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe that's best case scenario. I think that's what it is. You know, like bug fixes and having a pipeline ready to go. Cause with the Lysaver stuff, like this, the Lysaver stuff is, it's, it's in there. Like the game was built upon it. You know, th- that is the roots of the game is life service. And you right. can't just like, it's, this isn't just a feature of the game that people are mad about and like, okay, well, we're going to take away, take away that. Or it's like, um, something where like, there's some bullshit, like you got to buy the expensive edition to get this. It's like, okay, we heard the backlash. We're going to put, you know, we're going to like, what just worked where it's like, Xbox is going to double the price of Xbox Live, and then the backlash happens. Like, okay, we're not going to do that. Or uh, PlayStation, when they, after they promised they weren't going to charge seventy dollars for, um, or ten dollar upgrades for Horizon, uh, for PS5, and then they try to undo that, and like, no, 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 you said you were going to do that, and then like, okay, we're not going to do that. Um, like, I don't know, maybe I don't know. I just that's like you can change those things. I mean, obviously these are, those are end games, but these yes. are. But this, that, like, I don't, like, unless you just start the game over again, you can't, like, at this point, like, at that point, like, 
you're just you're chasing you know you're just throwing in more bad money here you're not gonna you're not like at this point like if that's what you're really like this game is gonna be like content complete and it's actually done and you're like okay maybe we can fix this a little bit just put it out in may like there's not like because you can't change the game like it is what it is you've and even if like you actually were able to do that and fix it and turn it into what we want from a suicide squad game the damage is done like you can get there's a you can get a lot of us back or not maybe not a lot of us but there's like a there's that hardcore audience like us that pays attention that watches yeah. that listens listens to, that reads articles that listens to other people that watches youtube videos that watches these state of plays um that understands what's going on that can like okay you can win us back if you were able to do that which you really probably can't um but then there's like a lot of people i just kind of heard from other people or just kind of understand what's going on that don't listen like like it's always like it's always like i can't remember like the exact line but it's like when something when like someone puts out of a, a, like a, a news article or something like that and it's wrong like 10 million people are going to see that but when someone like puts out the retraction a million people are going to see that so the, the retraction yeah you might like okay but like i said like it's 10 to 1 like 10 million people just now like saw it but still like oh you put the retraction out nine million people just now believe that's the case and that's it like you're done yep uh and that's gonna be the case i think for this game like and like I, it's a complaint like you got fucking king shark and captain boomerang which with fucking machine guns like it's fucking captain boomerang the name is guy's name is boomerang he has a machine gun uh king shark one of the strongest people in all of comic books uh is fucking going around with the goddamn tommy gun um you know at least like to give marvel's avengers um a little tip of the cap for you. Uh, at least all their characters like played differently. <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know, like uh, you know, uh, Black Widow was completely different than Thor to Iron Man uh, to Hulk. Like they're all wildly different. It's like all you guys just cap. There's no difference between Harley Quinn and King Shark here. Um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like said, I'm going to root for it. Like I, I want to want to buy this game. Like I said, like when I heard it's like Roxanne making suicide squad and you're like a suicide squad game and you're killing the justice league. Like I'm all like when we originally saw that teacher trailer, I'm like, I'm ready to give you my money. And all you gotta do is just not fuck it up. And all they've done since then is fuck it up. So, um, I hope to God, like if like, I'm hoping that like eventually like it comes out, and like if the game is what it is, what we think it is, and what it turns out to be, that people just like say, hey, the gameplay is not great, but that story is awesome. That'll be enough for me to like when I see that game for like thirty bucks, twenty bucks, to go pick it up, like I did with Marvel's Avengers. Saw it for like I think I got it for like fifteen, twenty bucks off gameplay. And I'm gonna buy it and I'll play it and have a good time with the campaign and just turn it off forever. But uh, to me, that's like that's best yeah. case scenario for me at this point. Um, give us, let's move on though. Um, so let's we'll move on to some fun news here, though. Instead of some depressing delays, we got release dates, cables. Um, yes, we do. Capcom had uh, the spotlight uh, on Thursday. Um, so we had the Resident Evil 4. We got, we got a new trailer for that one. A little upset that they showed off Salazar. I didn't want to see him. I just didn't want to know. We still haven't seen him. We still haven't seen Wesker, which makes me happy. Um, but I didn't want to see my boy Salazar. I just that's I want to go in clean on that one. Um, I will not make a joke about. Resident Evil 4 touching me as a child again, I promise. Um, remember when I said that like 30 minutes ago? Gables, I was really fucked up. I can't believe I said that. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so anyways, 
Resident Evil 4, uh, we know it's coming out March 24th. Funnily enough, though, they there was like they had Twitch ads running for Resident Evil 4 demo being out now. They were playing yeah. the day before the event. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, but we oh. talked about this last week. Like, we already, like, we like, okay, at the end of this, they're going to announce the demo. They always announce the demo out now or out tomorrow or something for these things. So, it's out. You said you play it. We'll talk about that here in a yeah. little bit. Um, no, this time, no time limit. Usually, I think there's like 30 minutes. Um, there's no time limit yeah. at all for this. I didn't realize this is coming. It's, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of games do this where they announce it's coming out cross gen. Uh, but they, they don't go to the Xbox One. They go to PS4, but not Xbox One. I've seen multiple games now do that. I don't know what, what's going on with that. I want to know. I want. I want to know more about that. Oh, for Xbox One. Yeah. Oh, it's. So they'll come. They're, well, they're coming to PS4. Like AEW Fight Forever is coming to Xbox Series consoles, PS5, yep. PS4, PC, but not Xbox One. So. It's notorious to develop for the Xbox One. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just too much to do a Series S and an X or something. I don't know. Um. But I don't know. I mean, like I said, like the when we had the one a few weeks ago for the state of play, I didn't want to really see any more from that one. Uh, then I didn't want to see any more of this one. Um, I'm not going to play the demo. I know you played the demo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked about Suicide Squad. All they've done was fuck it up since launch. All this has done is gotten me harder since launch or since they announced it. So It's good. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. It plays fucking oh, good. Man, two more weeks, Gables. Two more fucking weeks, and it's mine. I will hold it in my hands. Um, next up, though, Gables, we finally, finally got a release date for my game of the year, Exo Primal. Um, talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. I talked about this. I've been talking about this for. I even talked about last year. Not enough of these games exist. That are like that Lost Planet style, like. Just like the most 7.5, 7 out of 10 game you've ever fucking seen. But you're like, God mm-hmm. damn it. I can have a lot of fun with these. Like, God bless you, Capcom. You know, you got, we got, we got Strangers of Paradise last year. We're getting Extra Primal this year. Maybe it's not 7 out of 10. I don't know. But um, I, I missed that era. We, don't, we, we lost that area like towards the end of the 360 PS3 era, um, that time frame. Those games, HG Gaming, making it super expensive to make games. Um, just, mm-hmm. we, we don't, we don't, we just don't get enough great games like that anymore. Um, and this looks like it's that it's coming out July 14th. This one actually is coming to Xbox one and PS4. Okay. So I don't know uh, what the fuck's mm-hmm. on. Um, it's that dinosaur game though. It's, it's like a th- three person online shooter game where you like, you, I guess you're going through time and I don't know. The, the story looks fucking dumb as fuck, but, uh, there's a, there's actually a beta next week, March 17th and 19th. It's going to be an uh, open beta, mm-hmm. which has been on the Japan PSN store for like a week or two. Like they actually posted that early too. Capcom just leaking their own shit. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, but Gables, not only is it coming out July 14th, Gables, guess where it's going day one? Game Pass. And what is Game Pass, Gables? The best You're goddamn fucking right. Because we're getting the game <laughs> of the year for free with Game Pass. And I'm excited for this. Gables, I don't know what you're doing July 14th. Yes, I do. You're playing X Primal with your buddy, Tyler. <laughs> and we're going to have a great fucking right. time. It's going to be a gay old time. Hey, man, that's fun. But goddamn, I don't care if it's fine with you or not. We're playing it together. <laughs> I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for the beta. Oh, I can't wait to check it out. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the, we watched this. We saw the reveal together last year. 
and we mm-hmm. thought it was the stupidest thing we've ever seen. All the dinosaurs fall in the sky, and I just continue. I could not stop laughing. Yes, and it's like don't get me wrong. I don't think this game is gonna be like fantastic. I but I think I'm gonna have a fantastic time with it, and that's the best case scenario for this game. Just the mental image of it now, just like these dinosaurs falling from this goddamn like uh, black hole or something like that in the sky. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I'm kind of pissed they like explained why the dinosaurs are falling out of the sky. Like I don't want to know that. I just like the idea of just dinosaurs for no reason falling out of the sky. I'm kind of upset now. We know why. Uh, oh man, I cannot fuck away. Fucking Game Pass, man. Just gets, gets, <laughs> we don't deserve Game Pass, Gables. We don't deserve Game Pass. The world is too good to us. Um, next up, though, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is coming to a PlayStation and Xbox this April. They are gonna milk this game for every goddamn penny. Uh, they did this last year. They put out the, you know, uh, what it came with the Switch exclusive. Then like six months later, I think we got the, uh, we got some break, and then last year they put it on PC, and then like six months later, they put out some break, and now they're doing the same thing. Came on the consoles in January, now in April, a few months later, putting out some break. Um, what's weird though is like, the updates though are like, staggered. So like the Switch yep. version is ahead of the PC version, which the PC version is also ahead of the console versions. Like, what the fuck is happening here? Get your... There's got to be some sort of exclusivity sort of right or something like that in regards to that because obviously the precedent and stuff you're going to have is like... Well, obviously the Switch had the exclusive thing for Monster Hunter Rise when that first came out yeah. and stuff. And then when it came... After that, though, it came to Steam. But having Steam like be like the center post thing like it's even more like uh, up-to-date, say, like in the console versions of it and stuff, that's kind of weird to me. But... Uh, in regards to Sunbreak and stuff like that, I mean, it's awesome that it's coming on to the PS5, Xbox Series, consoles, and stuff like that. You know, I mean, people have been enjoying it on the Switch and on Steam, respectively. There is some sales going on right now, as opposed to, like, the whole Capcom Spotlight sales, including Sunrise is $10 off on the eShop. So for those that want to try to buy that expansion, if they choose to play that version, yeah, you have a little bit cheaper. Yeah. I, I don't know. Did I tell you games I played like two hours of uh, Monster Rise like a few weeks ago? No. Yeah, after the Wild Heart demo, I'm like, I want to check this out. It was all right. It's not for me. It's not yeah. for me. It's not for me. I don't think it's bad. It's just, I'm like, okay. I played like two hours of the tutorial. I did the first mission. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Um, hey, people out there, I'm sure, are excited for it. I do feel for the people, though, that bought that played this game on Switch and then they didn't have cross saves on PC. And then they put it out and they played it again on PC. And then mm-hmm. they put it on console on the other consoles and they didn't do cross saves and there's no cross play. Um, I feel, I feel so, so sorry for those people. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel that yeah. way too. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Come on. Especially when we go from PC, I get it from like switch to PC, but from PC to fucking Xbox, no reason. Um, if you're putting over a hundred fucking hours inside of one copy of the game, you might as well, you might as well do it on the version and something to do like, cross save between different yeah, versions. Yeah, if I know people are going to buy it for a third time. So, um, Ghost Trick is launching on June 30th. Um, that's that DC game, uh, DC DS game that is um, yep. actually made. I didn't realize it, the Ace Attorney uh, creator also Shu uh, Takami uh, yep. created this. Uh, yeah, coming out June 30th. I don't know too much about it. I know there's a kind of a cult following behind it. Um, they said they're. Oh yeah. Thirty set. They actually got the original uh, composer of the music 
to uh, basically redo a, a lot of the tracks from the game, the original game. So that's pretty yes. cool. So, yeah. Is this tickling any of your fancies? It is for me because it was one of the last major DS releases before the DS, like that lifespan, the, that cons, that handle. 2011 so. or something? Well, yeah, it's one of those last remaining kind of DS games and stuff before like uh, the 3DS came out, which was like March of 2011. So it was on the tailor end of that. But uh, it's supposed to be a pretty damn good like point and click sort of adventure, kind of like puzzle game and stuff. I didn't really get much into it because at that time I was still still going to be investing inside of the 3DS at that point. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be some fun stuff to check out on the 30th of June. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, this is coming that's coming to everything, isn't it? That's not like a Switch thing, is it? It's coming. I think it's coming to everything. Check that honestly. I, I guess I didn't, I didn't write that down. Anthem Detective. Yes, that's coming to everything. Mhm. Um Xbox One, PS4. Yep. Okay. Um Moving on here, Resident Evil, Death Island, uh, the movie. Um, they added Jill Valentine. Yeah. Um, I've, someone said that this is like one of the first times we've ever seen Leon and Jill on screen together. Yeah, that's right. Which blows my mind. You'd think that they never would have thought about that concept inside one of the video games, but yet during a freaking movie, that's probably not going to be all that good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there they Was go. Jill Resident Evil 6? <laughs> I'm trying to remember because I know she was in five. They did that weird thing where she was a blonde and under mind control. Um, Jill, I'm, I'm looking it up. Jill Valentine. Resident Evil 6. Oh, apparently she was. Huh. In the case of yeah, Resident Evil 6, distinct lack of Jill. Oh, no, so she wasn't. Her and Claire were not in the game. Okay. Well, probably a good thing. Yeah, good for them. Probably the best thing that ever happened to them. Um, but uh, yeah, they have the. Uh, they're using the same model from Jill from Resident Evil Three, which. Good for you. Good for you. I'm a big yeah. fan of that model. Uh, that sounded really creepy when I said that. Jesus Christ, Sam. What is wrong with you today, man? You're, you're right. I, I need to stop wearing this. I mean, I'm burning this. I'm, I'm burning this fucking shirt when I get when I get done. Um, it's the Aaron Rodgers being fueled oh, within you. God. Uh, <laughs> I am, it is objectively hilarious, though, that Aaron Rodgers is going to go play for the Johnson & Johnson CEO here in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It looks like it's fine. I heard that some of these, um, like, anime ones are actually even pretty – Some like, I heard some are just dog shit, but some have been pretty decent. Uh, that's coming this summer. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Next up, though, Street Fighter VI uh, introduced a uh, new commentator, uh, commentator, easy for me to say. This is going to be much easier for me to say. No, it's not. Hikaru Takahashi. Holy shit, that was easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> so she is the final uh, game commentator, uh, Japanese uh, actor. Um, so she'll be commentating some of the matches. Um, no, not really else announced. They did announce that they're doing the Capcom Pro Tour uh, this year, and I think the winner gets a million bucks. Yeah, absolutely. It was announced in one of their... Actually, it was announced during the final stuff of uh, the Capcom Cup, the 
one that ended like a few weeks ago where the biggest prize pool op- opening up with uh, the next Capcom Cup is there's going to be a prize of like about like a million dollar prize like for the winner. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of the first things in East in for like for fighting games that that type of prestige, you know, in terms of aiming for that yeah. big of a pot. Yeah. yeah, I heard it's like like I guess some of the prize pools usually aren't that actually that big for people. No, so this is like a gigantic not. increase for what they usually get. Dude, it's it's such a huge jump. If there was like about maybe some tournaments that maybe pay off like about five or six thousand or something like that, or like there's some that it just really depends upon not just the fighting game like series itself, not just the tournament itself though, but I think the highest that I think somebody has actually won inside one of these tournaments is like maybe two hundred thousand. Oh, okay. Maybe two hundred thousand. Yeah. So yeah, we're yeah, this is uh I have to look that up later, but yeah, this is the biggest pot in regards to the whole money stuff for Street Fighter or any type of fighting game tournament. Yeah, that, hey, that's awesome. Good for that person. Hopefully, yeah. Damn it, Fallout was good at video games. Um, last but not last, uh, last but not least here, maybe it's least. I'm not sure. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Um, you got finally got a release date, uh, April 14th, 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, this includes, I think that's like. 14 different games well it's the battle network games that were on like game boy advance and ds were they on ds were they mm-hmm. on game boy advance well there were a couple that were on game boy advance and there were some that were on okay. ds so it's like cut between two different systems yeah, but they did like they're like they're like turn-based games uh but they did like that yeah. <clears throat> the, the pokemon thing where they had like a, basically a red and a blue version for each one so that's why there's like so many of them kind of like that yeah um yeah you can't buy them digitally they're like two different packs or you could buy them all together. I think it's like $10 cheaper if you buy them all together. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, and like they said that there's also going to be a Mega Buster mode, which uh, amplifies your attack power by 100. Uh, so if you just want to play for the story. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't finish up with the straight face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to play the Mega Man <laughs> game for a story, uh, you can just put the Mega Buster mode on, uh, and it basically you just the cheat code, you can just one hit kills all the way through the game. Um, also, the collection will also include 499 patch cards uh, that were previously exclusive to, in Japan as physical collectibles. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, like you're you're more of a you're, I am not a Mega Man person at all. I played the the GameCube version of Mega Man Battle Network. Um, that's mm-hmm. pretty much the only Mega Man game I've ever played. So. Well, yeah, you know, it's like these two this initial set here for like uh, the Mega Man Battle Network games and stuff. I mean, it was just more clarification of what we were getting inside of this bundle other than like the games and stuff. And you would just mention those individual cards or some that were collectibles in Japan back when those games were first launched and stuff. It's kind of interesting because it's like what, like all 100 and some odd different ones. I think it is 499. Okay. So 499. Yes. 499 like initial power up things that were collectible at one point in Japan are going to be made available inside of these inside of these freaking like uh, this big old bundle in regards to the whole Mega Man Network games and stuff. Kind of having some form of interest of wanting to play them because it, it's it's awfully weird because it is a turn based RPG and it's Mega Man related. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, the curiosity is there. Plus. Uh, 
honestly, I never tried it back then because they didn't really feel like it was my style of game at that point because I was heavily into certain RPGs, but this is during a time in Mega Man history to where they were just kind of throwing ideas out on the freaking... Let's throw in the ideas and see what's stuck on the wall or the blackboard or whatsoever. It's like, okay, let's go ahead and have them be in the internet, have them a bunch of computer chips, let's market this. And what's kind of hilarious about it is the original... Mega Man Battle Network TV show that debuted in the United States and stuff, that's actually getting like a, uh, oh boy, I think it's getting like some sort of a stream or something like that or on the YouTube. They're showcasing that entire Oh, yeah, series. I saw that they're, yeah, they're like, uh, I think it's end of this month they're doing that. Yeah, that was a show that aired on Kids WB yeah. back around the early 2000s. I used to watch that. Like 2003, 2004? Sounds about right. It was around the time Yu-Gi-Oh! started. Cause that's why I was watching it. Yeah. Let's see. Yu-Gi-Oh was like 2002, I think initially. Yeah. So it was around that era. Yeah. Gables. Yeah. So it was when we were in high school. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you? I was in middle school. Um, Gables, did you Did you know there was a Lost Planet game on the 3DS? Lost Planet game on the 3DS? No, I did not. Yeah. It's called EX Troopers. It's a spinoff game. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. No, no. Some of that obscure? No, of course I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I was thinking about that. I was like, have they ever put like a Lost Planet? I don't know why I popped my head. I'm like, has there ever been a Lost Planet game on the DS? Like, that was a, what a weird era when they were doing shit like that. Um, I was just like, mm-hmm. think about like WWE, the WWE 2K games used to be on DS and shit. Um, <laughs> weird times. True. I don't know. The Capcom Spotlight was fine. It was Luckily, it was only like 20 minutes. Um, it was, I said it last week, was like, there's gonna, they're just trying to sell you on a bunch of other shit, but like they're throwing Resident Evil Four in there to like as the as the as the main course to like get you to like watch all the other shit and like hey, smart idea. Um, like I said, I'm I'm pumped for Exo Primal. Uh, I could not care less about anything else. So it, I don't know. I'm not gonna rank this thing because I don't want to be mean. <laughs> what about you, Cables? Now, we already knew what we were going in and uh, looking for and stuff with this Capcom Spotlight. They already said it beforehand, this, the uh, specific games yeah, they wanted to showcase. Yeah, they stuck to that. They didn't add, they didn't have like a special thing or like a one more thing or anything like that. So, Well, the biggest thing that really came out of that is the demo yeah. for RE4 Remake and stuff. But that's what we've kind of figured going into it and stuff. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah. That wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah, I was entertained enough, and like I said, it was like twenty something minutes, so it was it was fine. I've definitely wasted my time on much worse things. So, um, but Gables, speaking of much worse things, I've wasted my time on. Yeah, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, we're just gonna let. The, okay, I thought you could be mad at me when I made that reference. Uh, anyways, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Apparently, that with the new <laughs> update, there has been issues with people losing their saves uh, from playing the game. Um. And uh, so it sounds like it's maybe affecting more people that have like combined their like Pokemon Go account with it and like try transferring stuff. Like more people have been losing it that way than uh, others. But like there's no, that's what some people are thinking. There's a, it's like a theory more so than a fact. Uh, but just a heads up, if you download that new update, um, maybe don't play the game for a while. And uh, Nintendo and the Pokemon company, as far as I can find, Still have not said anything about this, so that's weird. That was that that update came out two weeks ago. So it was Pokemon yep. Day it came out. Yeah, it's two weeks ago. So 
fucking wild. And yeah, yeah. And then we've heard hardly anything else from like the big N in regards to the state in regards to any type of statement in regards yeah, to true. save data is being yeah. lost. You know, it's it's really weird to they, where they barely said anything about the, the game being broken and buggy. So I guess we shouldn't be surprised. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, on Pokemon Data itself, they were more worried about showcasing the expansion of it than actually addressing the big old overall issue and the biggest elephant in the room, which was fixing your glitches and all the other shit that yeah. you got wrong while Imagine it buying that DLC, Gables, and then your game, you lose your save. Oh, boy. I, I would not hold it past them. I absolutely would not hold it past them at that point. Because this game, those Scarlet and Violet games, man, launched in a broken state. I, I mean, some encountered more issues than others. But at the same time, this latest update is just the latest example of them not troubleshooting what they're doing inside of this game. And it's affecting everybody else's enjoyment as a result. Yeah. So even with the possibility of losing your save data, you know, I mean, there are issues where people have like had like over 400 hours or something just randomly just disappeared and stuff into this game because of this, because of this weird ass sort of like save data glitch because inside the... Some decided to link it to like their like Pokemon Go stuff, I believe. That's what you were yeah. saying. Yeah, I've heard I've heard similar things in regards to that. I've heard just random people off the cuff or some just not even have it connected to home and that just not just home, but having collected the Go and then that still having that type of issue, you know. But yeah, it's just that time where it's 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 sad to see all this random stuff still popping up for this game. But at the same time, you know, it just makes me not want to play Scarlet and Violet right now. It makes me want to just wait until maybe the first expansion comes out. Hopefully it's fixed by then. <laughs> At the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's just completely unacceptable from Nintendo, Pokemon yeah. Company, you name it. Um, this is one of the best-selling games of last year. It's the hot one. It's going to be the highest-selling Pokemon game of all time. And this game continues to be an embarrassment. Uh, you know, five months, four months since launch. Uh, and that what's the crazy yeah. thing about the update? It wasn't even like the fix any bugs. It was just a normal update. There was no glitches fixed, no bugs fixed, nothing. It was just a, a update. Um, and like I said, I'll tell you what it will hurt though. I'll tell you what it will hurt though when that's going to be the next major Pokemon game that mm -hmm. does release. Mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, let's think of it this way. Like in terms of, I know that it's the biggest grossing franchise in this regards, but. If you have a falter like this and stuff, and then you try to do your next game, generally, the next game is supposed to be a little bit better and stuff, but yet, you know, because of how bad people have been burned this time around, it's probably not going to do as good yeah. as what it was doing for Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. I mean, it's like Resident Evil 6, for a long time, was the highest-selling Capcom game ever, ever they've ever made. Even though the game right. was terrible, um, people, it was Resident Evil 6. And people were excited for it. And Resident Evil 7 eventually passed it. Uh, but that game launched and was kind of slow because it, Resident Evil 6. Uh, I always make the point about the Assassin's Creed games. Um, which, 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 which one was the one that was broken? Uh, uh, Wait, the Resident Evil 6? No, 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 no. Uh, Assassin's Creed. What was the... Oh, that was Unity. Unity was broken. And then the one that I can never remember the name of, but Gables knows. Syndicate. Syndicate, thank you. It's just my mind. I, I always like, I'm going to use this as an example. 
I look it up. I'm like, I'm going to remember it this time. I look it up, syndicate. I know it. All right, I'm not going to forget it. And then we get to the podcast and it's just gone. My mind will not let me know that game. That game. <laughs> I beat that game and I don't know the name of it. It's wild. Uh, but syndicate paid the price. Even though that game was fine. I mean, the, the game mm-hmm. worked totally and it was actually a good game. It paid the price for Unity. Um, and, you know, it's like even when like a bad Call of Duty comes out, it's still one of the highest selling game, games of the goddamn year because it's Call of Duty. Uh, and I still th- I'm not sitting there and say, oh, Pokemon's not, no one's going to buy it when the next one comes out. But I bet there's going to be a lot of people. I bet I wouldn't be shocked if that game comes out and it's kind of a, a little bit of a disappointment because of this. Uh, it especially makes yep. it worse because it's going to be one of the highest selling of all time. So more people have played this than normal. So um, and every time I see like screenshots or videos of that game, um, I'm like, God, I just hate looking at it. I just hate. Look, it's so ugly. I love that game. There's a lot of things I love about the game, but I just yes. visually don't like looking at it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just wild. And, you know, like Madden had the same issue where Madden 23, where if you play the game for like a, like a couple day period, if you play it online, like I play like an online franchise, that's just me. But um, if people have played it, like I think like 40% of people that in that time frame lost the save. And Madden immediately posted about it, said what was happening. And all those people that lost their save, millions of players that lost their saves, they're giving them 50% off the purchase of the next game. <laughs> right away, they said that. Wow. It's been two weeks. Nintendo nor Pokemon Company hasn't even addressed the fact that this has happened. So Yeah, this is a problem. Yeah, uh, Absolutely. It's, it's a fucking embarrassment. Um. If other companies, if people complain about other companies doing it and not complain yeah. about Nintendo doing yeah. this and stuff, where the fuck are you this doing? Is, I mean, what yeah, the it's the thing that drives me nuts. Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm harder on Nintendo than anybody, but I also love Nintendo a lot. Uh, but it's it, this is the thing that drives me nuts. Where the, the, it's, I know the Pokemon is not owned by Nintendo; they own a third of it. Blah blah. blah but it's a Nintendo pass. And this is kind of shit. Like, if active, if this happened with Activision, people will be losing their. This would be uh, everywhere. We 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 could not. Yeah listen to a podcast. We could not go on Twitter without hearing about it. Um, but it's because it's Nintendo because it's Pokemon. We're just going to kind of, yeah, I, and because a lot of Nintendo fans are pretty sensitive about this type of stuff anyway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's for major extreme Nintendo fans. Yeah. Not all, but just the most extreme. Yes. Of Nintendo yeah. Fans. We always got yeah, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the, the, what's the vocal minority is what we're talking about here. Not the majority. Yes. Um, Speaking of uh, possible issues with with Nintendo here, apparently the Wii U um, just if you don't use it for a long period of time, can just brick itself. That's just something of like kind of like a not just a rumor or something like that, but a lot of this stuff started off because people started going back to their Wii U's because okay, it's getting close to like the eShop stuff being closed and stuff. We're gonna take the Wii U and stuff out of their storage and stuff, plug it in, see go forth and see if we can just play a couple of games or something off the cuff or download a couple of games and stuff. But then when they did that, some people are reporting that uh, their memory stuff is being corrupted or they can't no longer play their systems because of a specific type of memory file thing is giving them error messages. Now, some of this stuff is based upon like users from Reddit that uh, are reporting this issues other people are reporting some issues as well as a result of like having some form of memory issues or this and that and stuff. 
I personally actually plugged in my Wii U this past week because I wanted to see if this thing is affecting me as well. And no, no, for anything like that stuff, it's not affecting my console, but it's probably due in large part that uh, I've plugged in. I've actually plugged in and played the Wii U maybe periodically, like every like year and a half or something like that. And maybe not to the extent to where people have had it literally inside their closet for like five plus years without touching it. I mean, I get it. That's the and, only place to yeah. play the letter. So it makes sense. Well, there's a couple games that you can only play on the Wii U right now. I wouldn't count the letter, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, what I'm saying is that this is definitely a problem in regards to this having to be an issue in general for preservation purposes. Apparently, People have gone through and tried to dissect the error code itself. Some are thinking that is directly related to like Smash Brothers Wii, but I can't really verify any of that stuff. It's just basically the stuff I have read and also stuff that I have watched like on YouTube as well. But the biggest question that's come along with this is like the preservation of the Wii U itself. I mean, the Wii U itself. It was not a great console at launch. There were issues with like connecting things with the online that I've personally had problems with. The infrastructure of, of certain things weren't that great. The gamepad stuff, like pretty much kind of like dying after like a few hours or something, those kind of things. It does have a multitude of like small quirks and stuff that make it more of a frustration to play today as it did when it first launched. Well, remember when it, but, remember when it first launched and if you uh, turned the game, turned off the console while it was doing the original update at launch. It would brick your console. Yeah, so. yes, absolutely. <laughs> that was fucking wild, happen. man. Exactly, that is a fucking wild thing to think about. And yes, now I remember that stuff because I had to literally have that damn console make sure that it did not disconnect yeah. while doing the major update. But what's kind of hilarious about that is when I first got my Wii U and I tried connecting it to online. That's what it kept doing. It kept disconnecting for the fucking update because my internet thing was like, so stop strong it, with please, because work, don't break. I remember um, <laughs> Dave, remember from Sarcastic Gamer, his uh, yeah girlfriend at the time, um, Esmeralda. Yep. He was yeah. telling the story about she bought one at launch, and there was it was before like the uh, the news like the had broke about that, and yep. that had happened to her. Oh yeah, shit! So I, I remember I, I don't, that just popped my head. 2012, man, what a time. This is crazy, man. I can't believe it's been like over 10 years of that ago and stuff. And uh, we're still remembering that thing fresh in regards to the Wii U stuff. Feels we're old. Oh, yeah, we're definitely getting there, though. I mean, come on, we're in our mid 30s, though. So. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just literally just threw a dagger inside of Tyler's heart. <laughs> I have never thought about the fact that I'm in my mid 30s now. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it, but yes, we are. Gables, we started this <laughs> podcast in our early 20s. I just want to point that out to you. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, I remember. I was there. <laughs> and yes, this is actually the stuff that we were talking about back then, too. 3DS, Wii U stuff, 360, PS3. We were still doing this podcast in the 360. and like, Oh, my God. The Last of Us was the first game I ever talked about on the podcast. My God. That's true, and that was towards the twilight years of the of like the PS three. That was like yeah, the last like six months of the of the that era. My God, where did the time go? Oh, man, 
I don't know where the time goes with a lot of this stuff, but at the same time, though, from one relic of the era, you know, this whole freaking Wii U console, I mean, like I've stated before, man, preservation issues, this is going to pop up again fairly soon, I would think. But uh, it just shows me that Nintendo did not see long-term goals with this system in general. <laughs> My mind's so broken about the mid-30s thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, why you? Uh, we, okay, let's move on before I... I need to crack another beer here. Um, am I allowed to do that? I don't know. I'm too old. Uh, anyways, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Cables broke me. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe uh, apparently is adding five new characters. So we got some good news here from Nintendo, at least this week. Um, yeah. So these are, they, the new update came out for the... Uh, I think it's Wave 4 is out now for um, yep. Mario Kart 8 uh, for the DLC. They they put out Birdo. There was a new Yoshi's Island track, uh, and then also when they did the update, just five more spots that are like unfilled just show up at the character selection scene. So I don't what, what, okay. Uh, like I was super pumped for this, even though I know they're not like full blown remake remake tracks or just remastered for this game. Um, they'll bring back a little tracks, but the fact we got we got one new track. Uh, just adding Birdo, um, and now it looks like we're getting five new characters. Like, what is yeah. happening with this game? This game is still getting new content, even though ten years later, it's over ten years yeah. old. <laughs> God damn, Gables, we've been we've been talking about we've been playing this game almost as long as we've been doing this podcast. It was my game of the year. Twenty fourteen, yeah, <laughs> for twenty fourteen. But at the same time, man, it's like I, I'm fairly glad that this new wave thing is coming out for mario kart 8 but it's uh damn. <laughs> <laughs> five new characters and then we're playing it until you know yeah we get out of our mid we play the, you know, oh my god we're gonna play this in our late 30s gables <laughs> which isn't far away apparently um gables will we get a mario kart 9 before i die <laughs> Who knows during the next couple of years what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> are you threatening me son of a bitch next couple of years fuck me man I'm not that old I feel like it oh this is getting depressing we need to move on uh let's get out some nintendo stuff here let's talk about xbox xbox uh has offered to put call of duty on ps plus day one. Oh wow so, uh pretty big news here uh jim ryan did say, did say though i don't I can't remember the exact quote, but basically it's like, I don't want, I don't want the game on here day one. I don't want you to get Call of Duty is what the quote was. Uh, fucking, it's just wild. It's just getting wild shit. I, I continue not to want to talk about the uh, actual trial thing itself, or the fuck you want to call it, because uh, it's, I'm, it's, I'm so sick and tired of here. It's been like a year and a half now. Um, yeah. But I just, that that's pretty big. The fact that like, um, you know, Xbox is making an offer about putting it on day one on ps plus like that's a big change for them because um you know like the, the whole point about game pass day one like what does that mean for call of duty on xbox on game pass like when's that coming is it coming out day two then or something i don't know um but i mean i i can also see the playstation's like no we don't want that on, we don't want that to come to any service we want people to pay 70 dollars for this game because we're gonna get 40 percent of that 
and then also all the microtransactions on top of that. So, uh, like they have been doing for over the past ten yeah, years. Yeah, well, twenty years. Cause, I mean, as long as, long as Call of Duty's yeah. been around for like, and I imagine you know, like I bet if Xbox have Game Pass, they'd love to continue to get that seventy dollars as well. But also, whatever it's with that game, whatever that sells on for every copy that sells on PlayStation, they get six percent of that. So I don't know, still a win, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. If that, that's that's wild. I mean. Hey, you know what? Keep the fight going, because honestly, this just keeps getting better for us. Because uh, it's gonna—they got ten-year deals for this, and now it's coming to uh, PS Plus uh, on day one as well. Like, I don't know. We're winning in this, I guess. Who's the winning this? The gamers, apparently. Dude, I'll tell you what. The most entertaining thing is is Jim Ryan having tantrums in this fucking yeah, thing. It, you yeah, know? <laughs> uh, I I so badly cannot wait for this fucking thing to be over, Gables, because mm-hmm. I'm so goddamn tired of hearing about it. Uh, yeah, no shit. So stupid. But let's move on. Gables, we've been playing. Are you cool with me going first, buddy? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I've been playing Wolong Final Dynasty. I've been talking about the last couple weeks. I played the demo a couple weeks ago. I was like 15 hours or so or something like that. And last week, uh, Gables, I have beaten the game now. Good. Yeah, uh, not only have I beaten it, I, I am three uh, collectibles away from 100%ing it. Uh, Jesus Christ, I, I've beaten all the missions. I found all the battle flags, which are the battle flags that are like the bonfires in this game. Um, the only thing that sucks is like, cause there's like, they're different levels. Um, they don't. So I'm missing one like uh, note. I'm missing one like dragon essence, which is like the thing that like uh, increases how many uh, potions you can carry. And then I'm missing yes. one of like, there's like these little panda looking fuckers that uh, you actually like feed him like a piece of armor and he'll like, he'll eat it. And then he'll spit out like an attachment that whatever rank of that armor you give him, he'll spit out a thing of that equal rank. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm missing one of them. Um, and the thing that sucks though is the game does not tell you which level uh, you missed them at. So and there's oh, there's no. like 21 of these panda-looking dudes. Uh, I don't know how many fucking like notes there are. And then there's 20 of these dragon potions. Uh, and I'm missing one of each. And I have no idea where to even begin to find them. <laughs> so I'm just like, I, I literally, I've got every other trophy or every other achievement playing on Game Pass. Um, but uh, yeah, like, so it's funny is uh, I, like I said, I beat everything else in this game. I did, I got all the flags. I did all the side missions. I did everything. Um, I was, I'm, I beat the game. I'm like a one, I'm at level 130. Um the final mission of the game used to be level 100. So uh, I was what? way over leveled, Gables. Way over leveled. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I wasn't fucking around this game. I took me like, um, like 37 hours, 38 hours, I think, is where my final save was at. Uh, I could not, I, yeah, I, I spent basically, and that includes the demo time too. It's like I put like three or four hours into the demo. Um, so yeah, uh, I, yeah, I played. I could not put this game down. Played all last weekend, and then I, I had Wednesday off. Played it all day Wednesday. Played it like four hours last night, and then uh, I beat the game last night. And then there was like four more missions, like side missions I had to do, and I went in and I beat those this morning. So, um, absolutely had a blast. Blast this game, like I said. Like some of the last couple weeks, I people have listened for a long time though. I do not Souls games just don't vibe with me. I don't think they're bad. I just don't have the patience for that. Run your head into a wall and get good kind of scenario excuse me but like it's so funny like this game like like it's definitely challenging um you know like 
Uh, I, it took me a long time. I, I would say like, I was probably like 20 plus hours in before I finally felt like I was just competent at the, the dodge and pairing mechanics of this game. Like I've never been that kind of gamer. I'm more of like the hack and slash, uh, kind of guy, uh, you know, uh, you know, block some like block and stuff like that. But like, but the way this game works for like, you can't just block because you have like the stamina system where your stamina bar fills up. It stuns you. Uh, so you really can't just stand there and block. Um, but like I thought, like the the I thought the maps were like they're like not blown away. Like the, this game is not up to like the level of like I'm not gonna say like the budget or the the graphical fidelity of like a star or Starfield, Jesus Christ, of a Dark Souls. Uh, I need to stop looking at the show notes while I'm talking. I gotta move that. There we go. Um, not up to like the you know like the graphical or budget like I said of Dark Souls or Elden Ring even. Like Elden Ring is just objectively objectively absolutely gorgeous. Um. But I I love the boss fights. All the boss fights are pretty unique. Uh, I did I did hear a lot about like the the. Uh, it was just sometimes it get really hard. Like that, that was kind of up and down. There was like there wasn't like the steady like gradual like getting harder. Like that first boss that everybody's talking about is fucking crazy hard. Like I, I talked about last week. I had to like I I got my uh, I think I was like level sixteen. Like and you're supposed to be like level yeah. three. And I got to like level 16 and I like, that was how I ended up beating the the first boss. And then I literally just didn't die um, against any boss fight for a very long time uh, in this game. And then I got, I got to the point where I was dying a few times or so, but I finally got good enough. Like our figure, you know, figure out the pattern and stuff like that. got good and beat them. Um, There's a couple though that like they do. Holy fuck. Get difficult. Um, but even one, like there was one I was really worried about. I heard about. That's like the second to last like main mission that I heard this guy is like extremely hard and I destroyed him. I've defeated him my first try. I don't think I used a single potion, uh, but there's other ones where like, I mean, like I literally spent like an hour fighting some of these fucking assholes. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I think the, I mean, I just love the battle system. I love the, I love how fast paced it is. Um, I really got into like, that feels really good. When you hit that parry button at the right moment, and then you get the you get the great powder counter attack. Um, but like, I did. A, I think I like like I've never been big on like builds. I guess like that's part of it too. Yeah. Like that that game within the game of like you got to build your character the way you want it. Um, but I really got to like the build where I focus a lot on because uh, like all your uh, all your weapons and all of your uh, um, your gear you have they have like um, buffs on them. And you can actually, eventually into the game, you can, like, actually, like, uh, remove buffs and add new ones. And depending on the rank, you get how many different buffs. I think if your rank, if, if that, that, uh, your gear is, like, a, a four-star, you can have five buffs on your gear. And so I had, like, four-star everything, so, like, five buffs. And you can actually change out what you want. So, like, some of them, like, you can, your, your, your lightning magic does 15%, or plus 15, or, plus 13 health, whatever, or minus 2% damage taken. So in everything I had, one, one thing I did is like, uh, I put like the max amount of like, on everything it had, like I put, uh, you get like uh, your chi, which is like your souls in this game. Uh, I added like a, a multiplier. So I got like plus like 7% on all my gear. So you can have two weapons, uh, like two swords. You can have two bone arrows. You can have four, um, uh, four different pieces of gear and you have two attachments you can add the attachments also had that on there i did like all my gear i uh focused on like 
I uh, all my all my stuff I did like plus on HP, so I had more HP, uh, more on damage. Like you took less damage, so like my like my chi was like sixty percent. So like um, every time I killed something, I got, I got the, all that chi from them plus sixty percent more. Uh, so like basically, I was like uh, I just tried to like I know I'm gonna take a lot of damage because I'm not I'm, like I got I got competent at, at parrying and dodging and all that. But as I would never say I was good at it, or I got the timing down just right. Um, but uh, so I just like I'm gonna take a lot of hits, but I'm gonna like I'm also gonna t- give you a lot. I'm gonna you know gonna, they're gonna, you're gonna take a lot of damage too. Uh, to quote uh, Rocky from Creed Two, uh, if you, if you're gonna give a beating, you're gonna be willing to take a beating, and that's exactly how I live in this game where I'm gonna take <laughs> a lot of hits. I'm gonna use a lot of potions, uh, but I'm like I'm gonna like that's why a big part of why I found all the battle flags because. That made your morale go up, and then also like more places, it was easy for me to like go there and reset all your potions and stuff like that. Like, um, so yeah, like I uh, overall at the end, like I I just I absolutely love this game. Um, I, like I, I would I would like, I, like I'm bummed that there's no way for me to like without going through each individual level and try to find every last thing. Um, there's no way for me to actually like 100% this game because like. I totally would like that. Literally, that's all I have to do is find these three collectibles. Uh, out of hundreds of collectibles, I have three left to do, um, oh, wow. and I'm bummed about it. Uh, but yeah, like I even went on the Reddit page. Because I joined the Reddit page to like to, to try to figure this out. Like, is there a way to, for me to figure this out? And they're like, no. Like, fuck. Um, but yeah, I, that's ridiculous. Yeah, like, I love the gameplay. The story, <laughs> the story is I don't know what that like. Uh, what the fuck's going on? I just popped on. I listened to podcasts the entire time I was playing this game too. Uh, but um. So I really don't I like have too much of a clue what the fuck's going on with the story. Um, yeah, I love the boss fights. I love the visuals of this game. Uh, they, like I said, they weren't they're not like Elden Ring or Dark Souls like quality of like blow away gorgeous graphics, but like I like the design of like the the enemies. The boss fights never got, like consistently giving you new boss fights. Uh, really cool. Um, and the only like the the real major like drawback I have is like the enemy variety in like the main areas isn't great like they did do a good job early on of like con- every area like they introduced new enemies but they also f- filled it with a lot of old enemies eventually though so like yeah they're throwing a couple new ones at you um, right. there's some fun new mini bosses in there but even sometimes some of the mini bosses are just bosses from older stages um but uh yeah i like yeah this game it's it's fantastic i love this game a lot um like i could see like if you're a souls fan Maybe like if you're like one of those hardcore ones, like I've seen, I've listened to a lot of them talk about it. But I was kind of curious about like what how they felt about it, um, and a lot of them were like, yeah, it's it's fine. It's like you know, it's like to them this is like a seven or is like maybe like an eight out of ten to them. But man, I I'm blown away by this game. Like I I love this game. Uh, yeah, like definitely like it has its issues. I could see why maybe they felt that way, but I mean like I said, I've never been a Souls person ever. Uh, um, I usually play them for a few hours, get frustrated and, and rage quit. Um, but something about this game, maybe I think it's just, I like, like I said, I like the, the art style, like the souls art doesn't really like, I don't really care for that kind of, the, that style. Um, I like the bloodborne style. Uh, but I, I love the gameplay, the fast paceness of it. Uh, but yeah, um, man, this is going to be high up on my game of the year list. I feel like, uh, when it comes to, we're talking about when we're doing our game of the year in nine months, which is crazy to say. Uh, but yeah, man. Yeah. Fantastic <laughs> game. Uh, you have game pass. Fucking check it out. At least there's a demo on everything. So if you don't have, even if you don't have game pass, if you have a console, that's not switch. You can play it. 
Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Give. Oh, I also beat Devil in Me. Uh, that's that. Um, okay. Super massive game. Finally beat that today as well. I only like an hour left. Finally beat it. I love that game. Really, really good. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Give. What we've been playing. All right, so I've been playing a plethora of things. First and foremost, I did finish up the Lightfall oh, cool. expansion for Destiny 2. That's the thing, though. Last time I recorded, I played close to halfway, if not like right exactly at the halfway point. I thought I, in regards to the thing, I did not like the story aspect of it so far from what I did play from the last time. On top of that, I did like the gameplay. I just didn't like certain characters that were NPCs in this game that just really felt really out of place and stupid. I still feel like the same way after finishing Lightfall expansion. And uh, here's the thing, though. Some of the battles inside of this game, inside of this expansion and stuff, it feels pretty good, pretty organic and stuff. You actually do have, and this is kind of hilarious because uh, towards it, I'm going to go into some bit of spoilers for Lightfall, for Destiny 2 Lightfall. And this is the only way I can really go forth and kind of communicate my right. feelings about this one. If you have, real quick, so, if you are, if you, this will be, this will pretty much be the end podcast. That's why I know we got more to talk about, but we're, we're pretty much short at the end. So if you like all this, please like, follow, subscribe. All the fun stuff, look in the description down below. Click the links, like the things, follow the things, all that fun jazz. This is your final warning. Gables, go. Alrighty. So for Lightfall, they initially touted this thing from like the Witness, right? The Witness is right there. He's pretty much close to where the veil and stuff is at and stuff. Literally, the starting point of that expansion is literally the same as the ending point of the expansion. It's quintessentially, this whole expansion, the Lightfall, felt like an entire filler arc inside of a TV show or filler episodes. And let me explain that, because it's like you first start off by being transported to Neptune, obviously, and the whole Nemimosa, or not Nemosa, or like Nemosa, or what the hell the name the damn city every, is, right? This whole Neotopian. The fact that Neptune makes you mad. I understand that. But uh, what makes me even more mad is the quality of the fucking story inside of this game. Because you go from Witch Queen that had a good quality in regards to its storytelling and stuff. Gameplay was fine. That was pretty fun in that regards. I only played it through once. But yet going through for Lightfall and stuff like that, I did love a lot of the gameplay missions. They were fairly fun. And that's one of the saving graces of this entire expansion. Whereas, like... You have multiple different like levels and stuff to where you can do experiment from Strand. Strand is a is an ability you don't get towards like you don't get until fully after expansions like the expansion's done and over with, right? So until that point, you're pretty much kind of being spoon fed all the way through how to use Strand and how to do this and doing that. I kind of akin it to say. Another game that I had played, and that's kind of disappointing and kind of controversial for some people's eye, that was Final Fantasy XIII, because <laughs> that had a infamous tutorial thing to where that hours. stretched throughout the full... Ex not just 35 hours, man. I'm talking about, like, at least... I don't <laughs> Well, that's the thing, man. It was, like, about, what, nine, like, ten chapters of that damn game before it finally opened up and stuff out of a tutorial sort of thing like that. And that was, like, about 10 to 15 hours, I think. This... This whole campaign for expansion lasts for anywhere between nine, like eight to ten, right? 
So you got eight main missions. Like I said before, the gameplay stuff, in terms of the structure of the missions, they were fine. The final battle against, like, Kallus and all the other stuff, that was pretty fun, too. I played half of this game by myself, right? As soon as I got through half of it, some of my friends decided to join me to go forth so I can go and finish off the rest of it, right? This is the type of thing to where I kind of felt like I had more fun playing it by myself in some aspects because if you play with other people, this game feels, that expansion felt easier, absolutely kind of easier in some aspects of it. Like, I mean, I'm glad because there were some portions towards the end where it felt like it was kind of a little bit more of a, uh, kind of a little bit more of like monotonous and sort of kind of like difficult in some difficulty spike spots towards the end of the expansion. But I'll tell you what, man. There was a lot of cliches being put inside this story, not only in regards to some of the characters like uh, Nimbus and also like for Rohan and stuff like that, like Rohan being the old dude or something like that. Like one day, like he's literally like near the end of his life, right? Because of the species or something like that. These type of humans only last for about 10 years. These old cloud like runners or something like that. And so it's like, he's the one, he's the old guy. And so this is literally his last major run before retirement and like you have the newbie nimbus and stuff like that the energetic overly annoying like uh kid like character and stuff that literally you have to go to over and over again for like turning in stuff for like npc sort of stuff getting your bounties doing this and doing that and stuff and the thing about nimbus that kind of rubs me the wrong way about him and stuff is there are serious scenes inside of the this expansion to where you have like a like a conversation between like the NPC, like your character is literally giving like a speech or something like that to like a couple of the other different NPCs and stuff like that, right? And this is towards before like the final couple missions of the game of the expansion. So you're talking with Kyle, like Kyle, like the Empress of like the Cabal people, like stuff like <laughs> that. You're talking like with another character as well, and all of a sudden here comes Nimbus flying in, right? And some of the most unnecessary shit I think I've seen <laughs> is, like, he flies in on this freaking, like, skyboard, right? He literally, like, kind of, like, crashes, like, inside the freaking thing in the building, goes sliding down the damn <laughs> building and stuff like that. Like, overly dramatic rise, and then pops over and it's like, yeah, let's go ahead, let's go just beat these bad guys and stuff like that. Wait, let's be the heroes! I'm like... He's like the Anakin Skywalker of Destiny 2. He kind of reminds me of the Jar Jar Binks uh, of fucking I was, I was, I was just thinking of, like, Anakin. Like, yippee! <laughs> Somewhat. Are you okay, an angel? Okay, I can see that. An Anakin's... <laughs> oh, boy, gosh. Yeah, you know what? It does draw some parallels to, like, say, Anakin Skywalker in Episode 1. He's Jar Jar but, Okay. Now I'm getting mad about the prequels, so, Gables. I've already said... Jesus. You're just upsetting me this podcast. Mid-30s. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 touched me as a child. Oh. Okay. So overall thoughts of the Lightfall expansion. After trying out the, all, the story, all the story missions and stuff, gameplay stuff was fine. There were some problems I did have with Strand being pretty much strung out the whole entire expansion. You know, tutorials all the way through from be pretty much the beginning of the thing to the end. The story advancement of itself to where you were at the beginning 
towards the end of it remained the same. Bar it, oh, okay, we just spent a whole bunch of time, like, trying to, like, uh, pre- prevent, like, the witness from getting the veil, and he ended up doing <laughs> and basically just did absolutely nothing <laughs> in that regards. It just felt like, an, there was just aspects of that thing kind of felt like a waste of time. It felt like more of a, in Destiny 2's sort of mythos or something like that, it just seemed more like a seasonal event. Like, every season they have their different type of storyline that goes throughout, right? And so it's like, this kind of felt like an extension of that, only instead of having the $10 type of thing per season, you paid $50 for this god dang thing, right? So yeah, new ability, you have all these quality of life stuff, yeah, the quality of life stuff was fine that they introduced with this expansion. That was a good positive. So I'm talking about the gameplay in terms of the missions, about the quality of life stuff. But I don't feel like it does it does warrant really a purchase unless you're like a really diehard Destiny 2 fan. Like, if you're a new player that's interested in playing Destiny 2, I would actually suggest you to wait until the next expansion or something like that, or wait until the extent to where this current expansion is at a place where it feels, it feels like decent in that regards. Cause I'll tell you what, like after playing through Lightfall and stuff like that, I seriously question whether I want to play through it again, <laughs> like two more times with my other characters. Now, granted which queen. Yeah. I could go back and replay that campaign if I chose to with, my two other characters, my warlock and my freaking hunter and stuff. But for Lightfall, I feel like the whole acquired, like the whole entire quality of the thing is like a six out of 10, at least, you know, it's not terrible, but it's also not like great. It's the middle of the road. It's more like the six or seven out of 10 sort of S type of thing. But with that aside, I did play some of Metroid Fusion that released on the Switch Online stuff. I'm still really digging that game. I mean, it's been over 15 years since I've actually played through and beat that game. And everything from the dark atmosphere, of that space station that Samus is going through, battling against the, like the Sat-X or something, that parasite, this whole X-parasite thing that's an infiltrated, like, uh, like that corrupted her armor or something like that, that you got to fight out throughout the entirety of that game and stuff. It still holds, it still holds strong, even after like 20 some odd years, you know, it's still a freaking strong, awesome game. So I played a little bit of that. I did play a couple of things with demos and stuff. One of them being the Kirby demo, which I wanted to play a little bit of that, Return to Dreamland stuff. That's fun. I mean, hey, I played through a couple of different levels, collected all the little things. Okay, it's the same Kirby style of games and stuff that I used to play. I know I'm going to be playing that game eventually because <laughs> I love stress-free games like Kirby. You want stress-free but, game uh, levels, I recommend Wolong. <laughs> I understand, Tyler. I understand. I've played that demo too. That's a pretty damn fun demo. Zero stress. But I'll tell you what the best thing I played. The best thing I played this week, this past week, has been that Resident Evil 4 demo. And damn, I've only played it through once. I think I spent a good solid 10 or 15 oh. minutes playing it. That fucking made me want to play more of it. And I'll tell you what, I wasn't trying to collect everything or this or that and stuff. But when I finally got the initial village. When I finally got to the initial village and stuff, 
went through a whole bunch of different like aspects of it. It just left me with wanting more. I do love the parrying stuff. But what was hilarious about that is there was this one moment and stuff like that where I finally get up to like the last portion, you know, before the bell sounds, all the villagers escape and this and that. I'm not going to go and spoil anything major in regards to this stuff. But we'll say the fucking cow, you know, that fucking cow oh, yeah. and stuff with the land with that whole like lantern and stuff like that. I had forgotten that that thing was a thing <laughs> inside there. And so here I am, I'm fighting off the villagers, and all of a sudden I see this random cow on fire just going, like, just coming after me, like, whoa, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> just the whole panic and all this other stuff. But uh... <sighs> I'll tell you what thing they did. Leon said the line. That's the I, only so I want. To, I hope this game touches more. me the same way it is I, I, when I was a child. <laughs> That's the best I can wish for. Oh. This demo was so good, it made me want to play. It makes me want to play through it again, and not just play through it again, but see what else I can uncover. Is there any benefits? Like, does anything carry over? But to. I think some of this thing does right, carry over. Play it now. I think uh, you would have to double check with that, Tyler. But there are hidden things inside of this demo, and there is a hidden weapon. There is a hidden weapon inside that you cannot that you cannot access through. Like uh, that, you're gonna forget. You're not gonna encounter the. No, no, it's not the shotgun. Okay. Oh. The shotgun is in it, in the place where you would expect it, but that's not the weapon I'm talking about. Is it the Magnum Eagles? No. The infinite grenade launcher? Oh, no, no, no. Maybe you need to find out yourself. Oh, fuck me, goddamn. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to play the goddamn demo. I don't want to do it, but I'm going to have to do it. Fuck me. And the it's like the only way you can unlock that is is by a way that uh, you're not going to be thinking about, <laughs> that you wouldn't think about. All right. Because it's actually kind of rewarded to I don't want to set the fire, do I? For... Oh, thank God. I don't want to no. do that. No, you don't, you don't okay, have to Okay, well, I just want to make sure. Fire. I mean, the damn thing will come I, fire I just played Devil in Me today, and there was a port, part in the game, spoilers for that game, by the way, at the end, where uh, I, I had only lost one character out of the five. I was, at the, I was literally lost like 30 minutes of the game. And it gets to the part where the guy is coming after you and you're hiding. But you're with a dog. You find the huh. dog. His name is Connie, by the way, the dog. Huh? Sweet dog, sweetheart. Super nice dog. Love that dog. Save my, save my character's life multiple times. Um, where literally you either had to, the dog was like giving away where you're hiding. So you had to either kill the dog or let the dog, let the guy, like the dog bark and the guy finds you and kills your person, kills the person. Well, obviously, oh, obviously gosh. I saved the dog, right? Like, Fuck that guy. Fuck Jamie. Spoilers that. It's Jamie. Um, like, who, like, come on now. You could have been all five of them standing there. It's like, okay, do you want to save the dog or the five people? Well, obviously the dog. All right? Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck, no shit. Fuck Jamie. <laughs> fuck uh, Mark. Fuck Charlie. Fuck Aaron. Fuck <laughs> Kate. <laughs> fuck them all. Uh, Connie the dog is much better than all of them. So, yeah. I just want to make sure. I do not want to set the. I, well, I've never set that cow on fire, and I'm never going to do it. 
Well, trust me, I'll say this, man. It's like, you don't have to set the cow on fire inside of this game. I think the villagers pretty much do oh, that anyway. No. <laughs> That's oh, what I God found out. Peoples, I don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad. It's like when you told me I was in my mid-30s. <laughs> no, I'm not. Gables, like, like my life is over. <laughs> the subtle realization of, uh-oh, Gables plays spoilers. <laughs> and apparently I'm going to die in a couple years, according to Gables. So. Dude. Dude. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta know. at least try out this Resident Evil 4 demo, dude. This is gonna, fantastic, absolutely. Watch the new Puss in Boots and then Detective Pikachu, but even so, I'll just play the demo for five hours. So. <laughs> uh, but that's it, though, man. That's what I've been playing well, this week. Uh, that will wrap it up for this week as well. If you guys are, uh, if you guys like this, enjoy the show, please. Uh, like I said earlier, like, follow, subscribe, hit that, um, hit that like button, five stars. Leave a comment. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. Uh, tell us if you agree or not disagree, disagree with our opinions. You know, be nice. Be nice. You know, this is you know, it's a fun time. It's a thing we just do for fun. Uh, but like I said, look in the description down below for uh, where we're at on Spotify, Apple, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Please, uh, like I said, go there, share all that. Uh, but anyways, I was host. I was Tyler. Nope, Gables. Skype's more. Skype's fucking up on this. All right. Well, well, Gables. Uh, too sweet. Bye, guys. <laughs>